Welcome to No Filter with Count Vacula. It's my show. It's Count Vacula Show. It's the Count Vacula Show. No Filter. It's the Count Vacula Show. That's me. No Filter with Count Vacula. Uh, I'm Count Vacula, and I have a show, and it helps me uh, learn how to talk to people and make new friends. And today's new friend is a teacher and a professor and a researcher, just like Dr. Sherry, PhD. And her name is Dr. Jenny Warmoth. Hi, Dr. Jenny. Hi, Count Vacula. I really thank you for, for being on No Filter with Count Vacula. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Okay, so for our listeners, our first question is always about you so they can get to know you. So, Dr. Jenny, what is your deal? Ooh, well... You were correct. You said my name just right. I have kind of a tricky name. My name is Dr. Jenny Warmoth, and I have lots of jobs. I'm a second grade teacher. I'm ah. a college professor. Ooh. I wrote a children's book, and I'm an empathy researcher. Do you know what empathy is? Have you heard of empathy before? I think so. I think it's using your imagination to think about how other people feel. Yeah, I always say it's that feeling you have inside of your mind and inside of your body when you understand and feel with another person or another being. And I like to study how animals can help kids feel empathy. Oh, wow. Well, what, what kind of animals do you, do you work with? Well, mostly I study how kids feel about their pets, like dogs and cats. And I bring oh, yeah. dogs into my classroom and my students study homeless dogs and cats every week. Um, but I've also studied elephants <gasps> and, uh, yeah, and polar bears, too. Well, polar bear. Have you met an elephant or have you met a polar bear, like in real, real life? Oh, yes. I've met many elephants and many polar bears. My favorite elephant is one named Watermelon. Oh, wow. She is... Watermelon the elephant. Yeah, she lives in Thailand. And when I elephant. Yeah, and when I spent time with her, she was a baby. She was just five years old. And something super cool about elephants is their lifespan matches humans. So a five-year-old elephant is a lot like a five-year-old person. Oh, so wow. She was really silly and playful and kind of like a kindergartner when I spent time with her. Oh, wow. Uh, did she get to learn how to tie her shoes like a kindergartner or something? Uh, well, she used her trunk to hold my hand, and she Aww. used her trunk to give me a bath, and she used her trunk to find sugar cane. So kind of like a kid learning to use their hands for, for different things. She was using her trunk. She was very, very, very sweet. That is so cool. Uh, but between elephants and polar bears, which ones smell better? Oh, well, I didn't get close enough to polar bears to smell them with my own nose. Oh. But um, when I was in the North Pole with the polar bears, I did smell some walruses who are very, 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 very stinky. Uh -huh. So if I were to choose between an elephant and a walrus, I would say elephants smell better. Uh, yeah. However, Count Vacula, just last week, I did smell a baby black bear. Oh, wow. What did, that, what did that smell like? That baby black bear smelled a bit like a horse or a goat or a very dirty dog to me. Oh, 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 oh. Could you bear it? Ah, I, you know, my, I, I did bear it, but my heart 
was doing somersaults, I felt so much amazement and wonder to be so close to a wild animal like that. And and I like that you asked me if I could smell her because that was something I noticed in that yeah. moment. Yeah, wow. I noticed her smells. So, but you work with a lot of dogs and cats too, right? I do. Yeah, lots yeah. and lots. Have you ever noticed that like dog pods kind of smell like corn chips? Oh yeah, like like Fritos or tortilla chips. My dog's feet smell like corn chips for sure. I have yeah. that. I always get confused because because as a vacuum, I'm looking for corn chips to eat. And then sometimes I run into the dog and the dog does not like that. Oh, you know, Count Vacula, I live with a dog and I live with a robot vacuum named Dustin. <gasps> I know Dustin. You do? Yeah. We, we went to elementary school together. Oh, he's the best. Did Dustin ever go get his master's degree or is he still kind of working on it? He's, you know, with online school, it's taking a little longer for him. Oh, sure. But, yeah. but he's getting there bit by it's, bit. It's a big adjustment. We're all baking. It is. <laughs> well, now's the time to show where I find one thing we have in common and one thing that we don't have in common. All right. One thing that we don't have in common is I've, I've never met an elephant before. I'd be really, I'd really like to. And you have, and that's really neat. And then one thing that we do have in common, we have a bunch of stuff in common. We both have a dog. Uh, we both know Dustin. and. Uh, we can both smell things. Oh, yes. It's true. We have a lot in common. I like that you noticed that. Well, now's the time of the show where we ask our five questions. Are you ready? This is hard-hitting journalism, Dr. Jenny. I am very ready. Okay. Five questions! Oh, I have to shout five questions. That's, that's a format that we have. Dr. Jenny, as you know, I am a monster. When you were little, did you have monsters in your house? And where did they live? That is a very good question. Um, I did not have a single monster in my house that I knew of when I was growing up. But I also had a kitty cat named Ginger who was with me all the time. She slept with me. She was next to me all the time. So it could be that she scared away my monster or maybe ah. kept, maybe she was taking care of that monster for me. And I just mm -hmm. didn't know that it was um, with me. That makes sense. You, you might have had a poltergeist because they don't like cats. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> Question number two. So imagine that you have a whole weekend and all the cardboard you want. What, Dr. Jenny, would you build out of cardboard? Okay, a whole entire weekend. A whole weekend. Nothing else to do but cardboard it up. Okay, I think the first thing I would do is take out a ruler and scissors. Oh, I like thanks. I like to measure things. So I take mm -hmm. out my ruler and I would cut up a lot of rectangles out of the rectangles. cardboard and make a giant pile of postcards. Ah. Yeah, I really love mailing cards and notes to the people I care about. And nice. so that would be one way the cardboard could live on. It would have a new purpose and I could mail it to the people I know everywhere in the world, even to watermelon in Thailand. Yeah. That's the first thing I would do. The second thing I would do is build, I don't know if you know what this is, but I would build a Zen den, like a cozy little corner spot to put in my classroom for kids. Zen den. Zen den, kind of like a bear den, but Zen. Uh -huh. And the kids sometimes just need a little spot to to rest or cool down if they're having some feelings. And so each year it's really fun to make something like that out of cardboard that is a safe and cozy little spot for kids to choose to go to if they want. 
Oh, that's great. I, I've got one of those. It's, it's, it's my charger. When I need to charge, I go, but it's a, it's a quiet little corner and it's where I go when I need a little peace and quiet. Yeah. Let's move on to the science question. This is the science question. And it's a little tricky because we want a wrong answer to this science question. Are you ready? Ready, yes. Your science question. Wrong answers only. How do airplanes fly? Um, well, you know, this is a really good question. I'm pretty sure that little baby airplanes go to a special flight academy ah. at the North Pole. And when they're there, these birds called Arctic terns teach them how to fly great distances, including ah. over the ocean and all around the world. I'm pretty sure that's how, how they learn to fly. That makes a lot of sense. And it's a good way to learn anything that you want to do that's new. You go to someone who knows how to do it and you ask them to teach you. Do the, do the baby airplanes, how do they get to the North Pole? Is there like a, like a, like a, a bigger plane that drops them all off or do they have to get yeah. there on their own? Do they yeah, they, tra they travel inside of a big plane. The big plane takes them there and drops them off. Yeah, kind of like when the baby birds take their first jump out of the nest. That is a high-pressure situation. <laughs> I, I think I'm getting a little stressed out about that idea. Just, <laughs> they have to jump out and have to learn how to fly. <sighs> but they all do it. They're built oh, for it. They are. I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm built to <laughs> clean things and go on adventures. But... Okay, I think I'm okay now. Hey, speaking of adventure, can I tell you about another adventure? Oh, yeah! You have, you have a lot of adventures. So, one of my great adventures was I traded places with another teacher for a whole year. What? And, yeah! And, and that, You went to her house and his house, and they yes. came to your house? Yes, yes. So, that teacher lived in Scotland, and I lived here in Seattle, and we traded houses and classrooms uh -huh. and families and oh. friends and robot <laughs> vacuums what? everything everything the, uh, the, they're from scotland yes she's from scotland she's from scotland uh mm -hmm. what's her vacuum named Dustin? <laughs> yes that's what i called him anyhow wow yeah i don't know Dustin, but <laughs> and it was pretty pretty cool it was for a whole entire year wow what what it so you were there for a whole year, and she was she was here for a whole year. Um, were you scared when you went? Was it scary to go? Yes, I was scared when I went. I was excited, excited, excited. And then when I got there, I suddenly felt scared and a little homesick. And I started to worry that I was going to feel scared for a whole year. That was my big worry. Were you scared the whole year? I was not scared the whole year. I was scared okay. for one night, just one night. And then I woke up fresh. And I was able to make nice new friends. And I had a whole classroom of kids to learn with and teach and had a really, really good time. And I even made a book about it. <gasps> if you want to read it, it's called Teacher Trade. And it's all about these two teachers, me and Miss Ingalls, trading our lives. for ah, one you, wrote, you wrote a whole book. Yeah, whole entire book. All right. Are you ready for question number four? I'm very ready. Question number four. What is a question that you wish people would ask you? It could be a question to get to know you better or just something you like that you know a lot about and you want to share with people. What's a question you wish people would ask you? I wish someone out there would ask me to go on an adventure to the South Pole <gasps> because I would say yes. 
Antarctica. Yeah. yeah, Antarctica is the only continent I haven't been to yet. And I'm just yeah. waiting to be invited. What What would you want to do in Antarctica? Are there polar bears down there? No polar bears at all. Only penguins. Penguins? Yeah. I've never seen a penguin. Yeah. I have never seen one in its wild habitat either. Uh, well, I wish I could ask you uh, to go to, to Antarctica with me, but um, we could go in our imaginations. Yes. I accept. Yeah. Let's do Excellent. it. All right, and question number five, this is a question Scotty asks a lot, is how were you kind today? Hmm. Today I was kind to my students who are in second grade by listening to their thoughts and their feelings with my whole entire heart. And I like, I like to show kindness through actions and words and also through my attention. So I worked really hard today to hold space for them to be exactly who they are today. Oh, that's a great thing. Paying attention to someone is a very kind thing to do. That's that's really good. Thank you, Dr. Jenny. You're welcome. Thank you. And that's all the questions on No Filter with Count Macula. Do Dr. Jenny, if people want to learn more about you, uh, where should they? What should they do? Well, they can go to the internet and check out one of my two websites. The first is JennyWarmuth.com, and the second is called globalwarmoth.com, kind of like planet Earth, global, and then my last name, Warmoth. And that one has pictures from my trip to the Arctic of the polar bears, of the blue whales. There's videos. It's pretty cool. Okay, listeners, so you can ask your grown-up to go to Dr. Jenny's website and see some cool pictures. Thanks, Dr. Jenny. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on No Filter, Dr. Jenny. Uh, the way we like to end the show is by awkwardly saying goodbye like we don't know how to stop a Zoom call. <laughs> uh, so, I'm fluent in that move, yes. So, uh, right. yeah. Talk all right, well, thanks. Thanks, Dr. Jenny. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, wait, sorry, did you say something? Oh, no. Oh, 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 is, it, is this thing still wait, on? The video froze for a second. Are we, are we hanging up? Is it, is it, is it over? <laughs> Can you see my screen? Wait, who's, who's still on? Wait. <laughs> Oh boy, listeners, that was Dr. Jenny. So ask your grown-up about going to her website. And until then, we'll see you next week on No Filter with Cal Okay, bye!